Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, what, how do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mum said, if I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well, I will find out and like the people, all the people who who are listening, um, you will find out too if you don't know. Let's get to work. As for them, as for Guys, we're back after a couple of weeks away because I have been super busy the last few weeks being a thespian, which means actor. So we thought who'd be better to interview than the director of my theatre company. Her name is Gail and I hope you'd love her as much as I do. The wild kiss of rain and water Hi, Gwen. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Have you recovered? Have you recovered from your goating and your elving? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't. <laughs> I thought you were excellent. Thank you. <laughs> so today I am speaking to my theatre teacher called Gail. Hello. <laughs> and um, so, Gail, could you tell me what your job is? Yes. My main job is I have a theatre company, a youth theatre company, and we make our own pieces of performance. And I believe you were in our most recent one, which was called Tales for Fairly Grim Times. And um, is it hard to teach people? Well, Gwen, I don't think I teach you. I think we get in a room together and we play a lot of games. Yeah. And we play games all the time. And I think that is the secret to making lovely art. And when I'm with friends, I like to have fun, 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 fun! I like to sing, dance, pretend, and... ...is we're all in a very playful, playful mood, and we get a great story like the story of um, the wolf and the 17... Well, we had 17 kids... And we play with all, how does the wolf eat the goats? We play with, how do you be a goat? 
um, how do you be a house and stuff like that. And we come up with great ideas, don't we? Yeah. So you were a window, you were a goat, you were um, all kinds of things. And then we put it all together and people love it, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into this job? Well, I went and did a degree in teaching and I did drama and English and drama was my main mm. subject. And when I was a little girl, I used to like playing with puppets and Victorian cardboard theatres. So, and also I loved classical classics, you know, Greek stories of myths and legends. And when I got to college, I did a degree in teaching and I went to teach drama at Wargrave Piggott School and then Gillett School and then Henley College. And I thought I want to have my own theatre company where we write our own stuff because there's not very much good things for young people to sing and to, to do and to so that's how it all began. Did you know what you wanted to be when you were little and playing like you said you did? No I didn't <laughs> I didn't I don't know how it came to me that we should just play all the time but um, I have met lots of theatre people who are quite clever theatre people and um, now Acorn's been going for about 30 years there's lots of people who've come out of it who are very doing very well in the creative world so writers and designers um, like Tom Rogers for example and although they were very clever to start with um, it seems that working like you and I did by playing is actually very useful and there was um a very good theatre chap and he just used to get his actors to improvise all the time so we do lots of improv that's called improvising Gwen when I say oh Gwen I'm going to say chocolate to you could you go and make a bit of drama about chocolate and then you go <laughs> me happily and you make me a bit of drama about chocolate and then you think oh that's clever I'm going to use that in what we do so um there's that's where it all comes from so I've seen people do it and I I like I like that kind of theatre. So do you sometimes have to mix it up? Mix it up. And sometimes you come in and you're quite sad, or we're all quite sad, and we have to do things that make us feel better. And <laughs> it's important not to it's important to think, well, I am sad, and being sad is is a perfectly human thing to be. Um, but doing this makes me feel better about being sad say so that's so it works for all kinds of people doesn't it doesn't just work for uh being a goat or being a in a, making up a play it's good for your good for how you feel isn't it sometimes yeah <laughs> yes so one so, of sorry what is your favorite thing about theater oh i like I, I like it that it's live and things can go wrong and i like watching people I like having live audiences and live performers and I like the relationship between the two of them. So I like being surrounded by, you know, <laughs> like you were surrounded by the audience, weren't you? Yeah. And I like that because it makes it very interactive, is what it's called, interactive theatre. 
in a bar. So many people. So many people. <laughs> work really hard, didn't you? You had to work really hard to stay being a goat or an elf with people all around you like that. But it's actually much better theatre, I think, when you are doing that. Who works with you? Well, at the moment, I have Holly Rosier, who was an acorn when she was eight, like you. And she should be in Mozambique, but she can't get back at the moment because of the, the COVID pandemic. So I'm lucky to have her. Sometimes I have Lucy Rutland, and she was a baby when, when we started Acorn. And um, I have Lucy Henwood, who is a trustee, like Holly, actually. And Lucy um, does all the things that... as is not my favourite skill. So she does all the things like she makes lists of people and she we have everybody, we know everybody's phone number and we know if you are if you don't if you can't eat nuts and things like that. So that's very, very important to have these trustees who help me run Acorn and they they're really good at stuff that I don't I'm don't love doing like um health and safety or um you know as I said taking people's names down or making sure there's money in the bank, that kind of thing. So that's good, isn't it? I love working with them. <laughs> what are the things we don't normally see that you do in the job in class? Oh, okay. Um, well, I do a lot of thinking. On, I, I do a lot of thinking. I try and get, I try and keep some space in my head. So I'm often sitting in the garden or sitting or standing or sometimes lying down and I let my thoughts go like that <laughs> um, and I'm often reading lovely stories uh, to, to myself and thinking that's lovely that's what I do when I'm not in class I'm also and sometimes and I get hold of say um, the elves and the shoemaker and I turn it into a script and we put lots of acorny things in it, like, you know, lots of things that aren't in the story that work for us, like a knock at the door. <laughs> <laughs> so we put that in and then everybody started saying, darling, darling, didn't they? Which was very funny. Yes. We just started making more funny things. And so as the play went on, more funny things got thought of. So we've added lots of lovely things, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, everything comes in. Comes in. We haven't got told in told yeah. to and then it just makes it better yeah <laughs> that's the lovely thing is polishing and, and polishing and, and then in the end it just is amazing funny story the way i got into improv was i got an improv oh, the story about me getting the improv was that i was walking down the street and a race car pulls up and the guy says hey you're funny you're the funniest guy i've ever seen or my name is not dale earnhardt <laughs> and that was an improv um, the real way was that I found a flyer. It was amazing to start with, and it's more amazing. That's how it works. It's great. Much it's more amazing. Yeah, that's exactly right. As hmm. well as reading, do you go to the theatre a lot? I Well, before COVID, I used to try and go as much as possible. I love live music and I love live theatre. So um, um, I... I love to see, I go and see Joe Henwood a lot. I've just been to see Joe Henwood. He is a wonderful acorn. He's Lucy's son and he plays a saxophone.
and he's in a band called Nubian Twist. And Megan, who helped create all our music with us, she also plays in Oxford a lot and all over the country. And I go to see her a lot. And I, Toby Marlowe was one of our acorns and he's written a lovely fun thing that you would love called Six, about the six wives of Henry VIII. So those are all the things I've seen quite recently, but I do love going to the theatre. I love it. I see, try and see as much of it as I can. I love going to see it because, like, there are so many big costumes and all of them are, like, ginormous. Yeah, yeah. And I love going to see um, um, Matthew Bourne's uh, dance things. They're always very exciting and imaginative. And he um, used to be, have a company called Adventures in Motion Pictures, and I used to see it when it was right at the very beginning of his career. So it's nice to see people grow, isn't it? Yeah, it's really <laughs> nice. So our play went well. But yeah. as, has anything have you have done ever gone wrong? Well, the lovely thing about theatre and the scary thing is it's full of jeopardy. This is Jeopardy! Here are today's contestants, a TV writer from London. And Jeopardy is, it could go horribly wrong, but it could be go horribly right, you know. And so that brings, a, yeah, that brings a sort of excitement to it that at any moment things could be turned into a disaster. <laughs> um, that has happened. They don't, they tend not to turn into a disaster if you, things can go wrong, but if you, if your lines had gone wrong, we don't do prompts because that ruins everything, but you'd know the story. So somebody could have steered you out of it. And when we did, we did Hiawatha about two years ago, three years ago now, in the same place, in a big giant tent in the orchard. And at the end of the play, uh, the whole, everybody went wrong and nobody knew what they were doing or anything. And we had a fantastic Emma Dodd, a girl called Emma Dodd, and she just improvised the entire end of the play, talking her. And so uh, the great sun came up and they all, you know, and um, and the people who were watching had no idea that we had gone horribly, horribly wrong <laughs> and that it was a big disaster, really, because it was they, she'd saved it from being a big disaster. And um, so in a way, going wrong and having a disaster is good for everybody. It keeps everybody on our toes. And once we were at the Edinburgh Festival and Charlie Smith um, faint, broke his thumb in the middle of, a, of, a, of something and fainted. And all of the cast just moved forward and carried him off. Everybody thought it was part of the play. And then somebody stepped into his part. <laughs> so, and then shall I tell you one more disaster yes okay please so we were performing at Leighton Park which has got a very beautiful theatre and uh, we were doing a thing called Day for Dancing it was a Christmas thing and we were doing it with Gwyn Arch who's a very famous local musician he he's very famous because he has he was the National Jazz Youth Orchestra and all sorts of wonderful things and his son plays runs the orchestra for Strictly Come Dancing. They're, they come from Sonning Common. 
you're doing something with him. And the curtain opened and all the acorns were making the shape of a beautiful oak tree. And it was very beautiful. It looked very beautiful, you know, like we do, like you could do yeah. now. And the curtains opened and the music struck up. And um, I thought, this isn't, this isn't the right music. And I went scuttling backstage and said to Rubina Dalmeyer, who used to run it with me, this isn't the right music. She said, I'm so sorry. I forgot to tell you, we're not on until the second half. So we were on the stage with the curtain open and the choir singing and they shouldn't have been there. So I said to Leonora, who was the stage manager, could you just at some moment quietly close the curtains when the music tells you? So she quietly closed the curtains on this oak tree. And then in the second half, of course, exactly the same thing ha happened. The curtains opened and the oak tree, and then it was the right music. <laughs> and afterwards, afterwards um, I heard somebody in the loo didn't know who, that I was anything to do with it. They said, oh, it's marvellous, isn't it? Absolutely marvellous. The tree, the oak tree, the symbol of the oak tree at the beginning, and then again at the end. And they thought that we'd done it all deliberately. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So do you get nervous or do you experiment? Experiences like that make it, you just enjoy it? No, I get, I used to get really, I get nervous. I get, I used to get really, really, really nervous. I used to get so nervous I was sick, physically sick. And I used to have to go and find somewhere to be literally being sick before any acorn or any performance, really. And um, I read a lot about fear and I found out that I, I, I was fearful that it wasn't going to be perfect. And you see, it's interesting, isn't it? Because one of the things I would say to you as an acorn is there's no such thing as perfect, is there? It's perfectly no. What you do is perfectly imperfect. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So I had to take myself in hand, really, and say it's not perfect. It's not going to be perfect, and you have to accept that. And what am I fearful of? And I had to. I, I found out that the English rugby team are all sick before they go on the pitch. And I thought, <laughs> okay, well that's all right then to be sick before anything and since I did all this research about fear of of anything um I've I'm, I don't get so nervous I have a nervous energy but I I don't I'm not sick anymore but it's interesting because it, fear of things makes you nervous and yeah you have to think about what what it's fearful what are you fearful of and I think if anything I would I need to just get some more acorn I wish I'd gone to acorn because I would like to learn that because you're all in one team aren't we you're all supporting me I'm supporting we're all supporting each other so there is no need to be sick and I haven't been I yeah this time yeah that's good that's good <laughs> <laughs> have people ever been mean to you in your job yes yes uh yes she says um, yes, and that's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because I think when people are mean, I think that's because they are fearful. And 
sometimes people are fearful of theatre or drama or people are fearful of um, people who are successful and that's why people are mean. So the thing I have sort of learned, which is very difficult to put into practice, is you have to, you know, we don't come, do we, Gwen, you and I, we don't come from nowhere. We come from a place of great love and you have to bring yes. that love we're not alone we're not alone in the world and when people are mean um they're just fearful in themselves so you have to bring all the love from acorn and you have to surround them with it and you have it's very hard to do because really what you want to do is punch them in the face but, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean and sometimes yes. if they're just being mean and there's you 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 can't reach in your pocket and feel an acorn in there then you have to set, think in your head Let's put marmalade on your head. <laughs> and if you think that odd thought, it just may mean it takes away their power. They don't have any power to be mean to you. They might be saying mean things, but they have no power to hurt you because you come from a great place of love. Not just your family, but like the acorn family wouldn't wouldn't stand for them being mean to you. So no, you I come from that. You come from that. But it doesn't, mean, it doesn't stop people being mean, but it just means when they are, you have to work extra hard to bring all that with you, bring it all and surround them. And then they sort of, they go into a completely different place and end up loving you and saying, oh, blah, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> whenever things, whenever something bad happens, people, and then you get really angry and you go, no, and then, and then people just think, oh, well. I yeah. can't do anything about you. <laughs> no, you can't do anything about you. I can only do something about myself, and I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to just think of lovely, lovely things that <laughs> happen. Yes. And uh, often, if people are mean and you go to Acorn, people are not mean at Acorn, are they? And, well, they can. Right. We have to, we're all learning not to be mean. We're all learning to be accepting and all of that kind of thing. And not, we're not, you're not, at Acorn, you're not allowed to say, um, you can't be in my group, you can't be in my gang, because why would you ever say that to anybody? That's mean, isn't it? I know. That's a mean thing, <laughs> we don't say that. We, we we don't have that, or we don't laugh at people. We laugh with them, because they're very yes. funny. We don't laugh at them. And sometimes we have people who have all sorts of issues, and they like to go and hide under the stairs. And I think, well, that's okay. You can go and hide under the stairs. To <laughs> and then you can come out again. <laughs> yeah so what's your favorite play you've ever done Ooh. well favorite acorn play was um a play called the i'll just get can i just i can't remember the whole let me just get the title of it whoop, 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 whoop. so there's this one which is a fictitious account of the life and times of henry mooge a pirate comedy and lamentable tragedy, full and unabridged. And that's a sort of joke because <laughs> it's it's the longest title you've ever come across. We were trying to be silly, as silly as possible, which as you know is one of our aims. And then we this is the sort of this is the sort of second one of it, which is a fishy tale of hijinks on the high seas, the continuing story of Henry Mooge and his good friend, Ned Pellew. And um, we had to go, we went, we had a lovely boat trip and we went to the museum at Greenwich 
and researched Ned Pellew, who's a very famous sailor. And he was kidnapped when he was 12 from a pilchard ship and he was made a, a slave in um, Morocco and places like that. And he escaped when he was 16 and he was married. <laughs> it, was, it was really interesting. Um, and it's a true story. So that's Ned Pellew. Wow. Wow. But my, my favourite um, not acorn play is uh, Translations by Brian Friel. It's a beautiful play. And also Our Country's Good by Timberlake Vertenbaker. He, she's, I think she's Canadian. Anyway, uh, it's their beautiful, beautiful stories about theatre, really. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have to wear a uniform? No, I don't. But I was once a firefighter and I had to wear a uniform then. <laughs> <laughs> a very good uniform with very good boots and a fireproof helmet. <laughs> <laughs> did you fight any fire? I did, yes. And car accidents. <coughs> and I got trained very well and it's a very, very good thing to do. And I got to drive the fire engine as well. <laughs> um so do you have to do you have to stay up at work like a long time in the evening yes i do when we're doing a play because when we all have to stay up don't we we had we yeah we didn't finish till about nine o'clock at night every night and that's quite tiring but it's all right if you don't have to get up again yes. in the morning. But you had to get up and go to school. So that was that was quite hard, wasn't it? When you're tired and yes. you've been working really hard for hours and hours and hours, making it really, really good. So, yes, I do have to stay up late um, and do things like that. Um, but not 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 every day. So it's just a sort of it bills and bills, doesn't it? So, so yeah. And then we can all relax afterwards. That's nice. I guess you don't have a um, normal day at work either. No, I don't think I do. I don't think there is such a thing. The nice thing, when I was teaching, I would have had to get up and go into school and teach lessons, but I was often very tired. And um, when I was teaching at Gillett's and Henley College and doing ACORN, it was too many, too many jobs at once. So I had to give up some of them. But I like it now. I perfectly like it because I I can do acorn and I don't have to get up and teach in the morning. Yeah. So is this is acorn your favourite job? Yes, it is my I made this job. I made the I made the company, so I made it how I want it, really. So that's really nice, isn't it? And it's a charity yeah. now. So so um I have these lovely trustees helping me run it. So they do all the horrid things I don't like doing. And I do all the things I do like doing. So I suppose that's a dream job, isn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> I was thinking, because I asked you what's your favourite play. Yeah. Well, what's your least favourite one? Ooh. <laughs> well, that's a very interesting question, isn't it? Um, well, hmm, I don't know if I have got a least favourite play. Um, well, yes, I do do know what it is is I did some work experience at the Royal Court which is a famous theatre in London where they do all sorts of very experimental things 
And I went to see a play called Blasted by Sarah Kane, which is a very, it's a very, it's a very well-written play, but it's about um, very terrible things that happen after a war or something like that. And um, I didn't have any hope in it. And I do like a play that has some sort of hope. It's got to have some hopeful hopefulness you don't have to be sort of you know at the end of I think is it the end of your play um I think Oliver's lines or Will's lines somebody's lines was um uh, this is a fairly and they it all ended fairly happily something like that yeah that was Will Will you see so his line was something like and it all ended fair and they all lived fairly happily ever after and really that's the kind of end I like on a play <laughs> I don't really like it when they all die. I mean, darling. Romeo, yes, darling, <laughs> darling. Romeo, Juliet's very sad. I've I've read that and seen that a hundred times, and it's very sad. Whereas a mid Midsummer Night's Dream is is very fun. So, I th I suppose my least favorite play is one that doesn't end hap doesn't end fairly happily. Yes. <laughs> I remember Joe Lysett told me he enjoys feeling nervous. Now, because it means he cares and what he is doing matters. And I think your job really matters. Aww. So, thank you for coming online and talking to me today. It was amazing. And now, I can't wait for Monday. Yay! Thank you, Quinn. Thank you. I really enjoyed talking to you. Me too. Mm. Bye. Bye. <laughs> People often ask me how I managed to smuggle chocolate into theatres. Let's just say I have a few twicks up my sleeve. <laughs>